Shalom Aleichem, we're learning the Sicha of Vayeshev Gimel. Now, when you learn the Sicha, at least even though at the first glance, there's no strong Heidah Bavayda Sashem. The Rebbe doesn't really lead to Heidah Bavayda Sashem. So the question is, when the Rebbe originally said the Sicha, was there any context that he lead into anything? And the answer is yes. Um, the Rebbe asked the questions of the Rashi and spoke about Makam Mukhan Shalapur Anus. And then the Rebbe went on to something which was, it's not an exaggeration to say, one of the things that caused the Rebbe the most grief ever, and that is Miu um, Yehudi. So I just thought, you know, there's no strong, stronger though over here, and Miu Yehudi is back on the news as the Rebbe hopefully. Um, we wish that, that they finally solve at least parts of the Mir Yehudi debacle. Fundamentally, the Mir Yehudi debacle was that in the law of return, that Israel has to welcome all Jews, which is part of the like the constitution of Israel. There's no official constitution, but it's a basic premise of the state of Israel. So the question is, what's a Jew who has to return? Mir Yehudi. That's literally what it means. Who's a Jew? And their answer was um, someone born Jewish or someone that converted, but it doesn't say converted according to Allah. And that caused the Rebbe incredible, incredible amount of grief and untold amount of sikhas and fablengans. The Rebbe went and spoke about it for hours and hours and hours. Unfortunately, as of today, um, much of it has not been fixed. Um, but there's no question that every single day that the Miu Yehudi is not fixed is a, a stain, a huge stain. So let's see what the Rebbe has to say. In, in continuation to what we spoke about earlier regarding Shechem, that this is a place and in general, it's, there's never a lack of, th- of unpositive things. Is given the let's the tag nachinim, but in the recent days there was something else. The sicha was said on Shabbos Parshas Vayeshev Tavshin Lamed Zayin at the end of 1976. So there it goes like this and says the same person that writes Goyim as Yidin and Mir Yehudi and says that Mir Yehudi and the whole re- the law of return doesn't make a big deal. So he now started, picked up a hand against Shemir Shabbos. There was a vote about Shabbos. Um, and the Rebbe says that there was a status quo. There was an agreement that there will never be Kedusha, the opposite of, of the sanctity of Shabbos. In other words, Chilul Shabbos in public. And this whole thing that happened, I'm not sure if it was a game or something, it didn't have to happen on Shabbos. And nevertheless, he picked up his hand against Shabbos. And the Indian of Shabbos is not a small dick to call of div. They say it's not a small thing to that button. It's compared to the whole Torah. And even against people in his own party, that they, they, did, they, they, they avoided the vote. In other words, they just did abstention. He decided to pick up his hand dafka against Shabbos. And he says that he's speaking in the name of Tadus Moshe and in the name of all 100,000 Jews of his party. And he says he's talking on behalf of all Jews, Jews in Eretz Yisrael and Jews in Chutzlaretz. And this is the, the, the miflaga of Dossian, of religious people. And he's protecting Tadus Moshe by doing this. Now, this is an individual that in his private life is a film yid. He puts on tefillin every day. And probably there's more Jews over there that put on film every day, but still he picks up his hand against Shabbos. And they they take a photo of him and they send it all around the world and the whole world is talking about this. And the next day he's walking around, I'm feeling good. 
He says it's just politics. It's not like Torah mitzvahs. His sitting on the chair in the Knesset is pure holiness. It's all politics. And when and especially that they weren't even talking now. There wasn't up to discussion about him losing his seat or the government collapsing. His picking up the hand made no difference because when he picked up the hand, it was 55 against 48. And if he didn't pick up his hand, it would be 54 votes against 49. So nothing would have happened. He, the, the, the law would have still passed. Why did he do it? So to show that he's an Evet Knani, that, uh, that even when it's not his, his bankle, his chair, his Knesset seat, it's not up to, to discussion, um, and you'd think that maybe you'll finally have his own opinion. No, he's an Evet Knani. He has no opinion. And he's totally loyal to the people above him. And he does what they tell him. And this is the same individual that has to do with the idea of Mu Yehudi. And the, whole, the same individual that has to do with autopsies. And with taking Yeshiva Bachim into the army. Baruch Hashem at the time it was off discussion. Because by him the main thing is the chair. So it doesn't make a difference if you write a guy as a yid, because nevertheless, um, you'll, you'll, the whole world will know that he has a signature. And in the year 1966, he's a minister in Israel. A minister in Israel. Pretty heavy stuff. By as a minister. Once upon a time, there was no such a thing as a minister. There was the idea of Moshe Rabbeinu. But a minister that talks in the name of Torah and picks up his hand against Shabbos, we never had something like this. And you could see at least one positive thing about him that ever says, forgive me for saying it's a bit sarcastic, like Rashi says, that, that you could learn from the negative, you could learn the positive, that he's, he's, he, he's not disingenuous. He says what he feels, whatever is on his mind and his heart, he says. Um... Like, it, like the Gemara says that it's not the mouse that's the Ganev that stole the piece of bread. No, the hole is the Ganev that made the same. It made the opportunity for the mouse to steal. So this old, the 100,000 Jews of his that voted for his party and stay quiet. And they let him sit on the leadership. And then he comes to the elections with the whole Shturim because he knows that, the, that he has in the pocket the, the votes. It's there's good things happening. You're lighting candles, I'm playing dreidel, I'm es latkes, and all wonderful things. You have to know eventually that you have to move and do something. What's the connection to what we spoke about, Shechem? Because as the Indian Fudami Flega is a Makamuchan Leperanus, belonging to a party. Is, is problematic, right? Because it's all about power. It literally sets you up for, for um, the opposite of blessing. Now you think it's it's bringing good things for the people. And when you make a decision for on behalf of a lot of people, you could bring things, um, you, could, you, you could accomplish things, but nevertheless, it's a makem muchel nepedognus, when a miflega is a eretz yecheles yeshver, belonging to a party literally eats people up. You just have to watch Israeli politics for five minutes and you'll see it. Thus, est if the mention in Gansen literally eats up the person. He loses his identity. And he's no longer a balabas on himself. Um, is zayin, 
Now, if the leader of the party is the way he should be, he'll make sure that things are the way it is. But when the leader is not okay the way he is, then we could see the results. Now, he that's saying that all the negative things should be removed. And this weird, this weird um, pro or problematic law of Mir Yehudi should be removed. And we don't have to talk about these things. And the Mitzvah Hashem from today going forward, only good things will chase all the Yidin. And Hashem will light up the darkness, even in the gulls. Because um, the, the Matzah visit ever says we're, the, we're far even from Ischal to the Gulen, even from the beginning of Gulen, because many people said the state of Israel is the beginning of Gulen. The Kamos is quality in quantity, Mashiach could come any second, but quality, we're no closer to Mashiach. In other words, we haven't taken a step towards there. It's no Ischal to the Gula, because we're staying, we're standing a, a lower than we were a year ago. And what do we have to do? We, we can't keep ourselves busy with these things because there's no one to talk about. Now we have to do Taylor Mitzvahs and starting with something that's timely, Mitzvah Hanukkah. And like we said earlier in the Fabdengen, different Fabdengen, that we have to do Mitzvah Hanukkah, two Fabdengens. One Fabdengen, in one place with a Meshpira Adav or a guide, and a second Fabdengen in more places where every person becomes combined and connected. You talk about the ideas of Hanukkah, and from those Mitzvah Hanukkah, you have all the other stuff. Um, of Hanukkah. We'll just finish off what the Rebbe said then. And because the idea of Hanukkah is connected with Chinuch, like Dr. Rebbe says, the idea of Hanukkah Sabayis, Hanukkah Samizbeach, the idea of Chinuch. Um, so therefore, it's a perfect time to talk to Kach and to talk and to work on the ideas of Chinuch. And when you give kids Hanukkah geld and other Minhagim of Hanukkah, Shpilun Dreidel, but that's just a minik from Hanukkah and many Kilis Kedoshes of Yisrael, a minik Yisrael Tehu, whatever the, custom, the reason of the custom. You see that even the Rebbes gave out Hanukkah gel to their kids. And the Tidik Rebbe would give his daughters Hanukkah gel even after they got married until the last years. And he knew when he gave them think, uh, Hanukkah gel, I'm going to make a sturm of it, I'll tell the world. And how much more so you have to give Hanukkah gel to small kids, even very young kids, small in knowledge. Um, in other words, it doesn't necessarily mean young in age. It can mean people who are white-haired. Look at me. Um, and a vice of art, but they don't know anything. And that you do it through the fact that you work on Mitzvah Chinuch, another Mitzvah you'll be filled, and Abishter will bring his Mitzvah And then the Rebbe went into the explanation of Rashi. And then the Rebbe went and explained a Zayar as well, as was the custom in those years of the Sikhs.